We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, here we go. Salute to Nick Station on this Friday morning, man. We are hitting the defeat music because the Knicks went into Sacramento for the first of a four-game road trip. And uh, shout out to Gates very slow, man. Only shot 35% from the field and would end up losing Jalen Brunson, who returned to this game with from a sore left foot and would leave this game at halftime with the sore left foot more on that later but it was a tale of two halves for the Knicks man because they were able to muster a ferocious comeback after being down by 16 points Quentin Grimes leading the charge and in the fourth quarter the Knicks were even able to tie this game but costly turnovers terrible shots and just not being able to execute down the stretch, man. Missed free throws, missed opportunities. Knicks blow the first one of four on the road. 120, 122 to 117. Losing to the Kings, man. This is KFTV Postgame Live. CP the Franchise, JD Sports Talk on the ones and twos. So to everybody in the chat, man. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Tough one. Absolutely tough one, man. Tough one. Two of the hottest teams in the NBA. Sacramento Kings second in the West right now. The best offense in the league. Knicks coming off a nine-game winning streak. That was snapped by the Hornets trying to rebound from that malaise from MSG. And that malaise carried over into this game against the Kings because the Knicks just did not come out and meet the energy. They did not meet the moment of this game. The ball movement was lackluster. The defense. Couldn't stop a nosebleed. Sabonis dominating in the paint, getting absolutely whatever they want. Kings would end up shooting 65, 63% from the field in the first half. And unfortunately, I think part of the reason why the Knicks offense was kind of stuck in the mud early was our floor general, Jalen Brunson, didn't seem like he had 
a lot of pep in his step coming off of the left foot injury. And unfortunately, seems like he re-aggravated that injury because he could not return in the second half. Third quarter, you saw a spirited effort, a good comeback. You were wondering how they would respond being down by 16 points coming into the third. And midway through, it was Grimes, Quentin Grimes leading the way, man, sparking an 8-0 Knicks run. And that would get the Knicks back into it. By the time we get to the fourth quarter, it was RJ, Grimes, Hart, Hartenstein. Those guys would get the Knicks back into this game. The game would end up being tied. The Knicks were right there, man. But just so many boneheaded turnovers, bad shot selection, and just not capitalizing on the opportunities, man. This game was there for the Knicks to be had. They missed a ton of shots down the stretch. Free throws continued to be an issue. And they they lose a tough one. But one of the, one of the bigger plays for me, man, was with 26 seconds left, the Knicks are down by two points. You have the Aaron Fox who's cooking the Knicks off the dribble all night. And, and this is no knock on Josh Hart because without Hart, the Knicks wouldn't even be even close into this game. You know, Hart's effort, the little plays that he made tonight, 15 rebounds, eight offensive rebounds. He was great. But the matchup with Fox is a difficult one. This is swipe of the Fox, man. He's a burner. He's an absolute burner. You needed Quentin Grimes in the game in crunch time. For Grimes not to be out there is just, uh, it's boneheaded by tips. Your hottest guard of that rotation, offensively and defensively, is not even on the court. And as I said earlier in this season, man, how Tibbs manages this R.J. Grimes and IQ platoon is going to be something to see. Because tonight, I thought, on that play in particular, Grimes should have been in the game, given his best effort on defense against Swiper to try to get the stop. Nevertheless, it wasn't there. And the Knicks lose the game, man, 122-117. It's just too many missed opportunities, whether it's defense Missed shots, missed free throws. Too many op- missed opportunities, bro. How you feeling? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm still, you know, uh, just trying to cool down here because, you know, when you do, you know, when before we started doing the play-by-play and I would watch the games, you're just by yourself chilling and, you know, you, you watch it with a different lens when you're actually doing it live with, you know, 700, 800, 900 people, uh, you, you get caught up in the moment and the emotions were high. So um, tough loss, tough loss. And like you mentioned, you know, this Kings team's Achilles heel is their defense. Exactly. And, you know, they allow, they're going to give you an opportunity, even when you make some mistakes, to get back in the game or to, or to stay within the game. As we've seen, uh, you know, throughout their season, they're 28th in the league in defense. Um, they've been able to just outscore people with a defensive-minded head coach. So, and, and you know, we mentioned that in the play-by-play. Even with everything that was going on, even with Jalen Brunson going out after the first half where he scored 19 points, even with Emmanuel quickly uh, had zero points through, you know, most of the game until the end there the Knicks still were within distance and they were chipping away and chipping away. Kings 
gave you an opportunity to to steal this game. And and because it got to the point where if you would have won tonight, it, you basically would have stole the game because Brunson started the game and we didn't expect him to be out after halftime. Yeah. But as you mentioned, uh, too many mistakes, too many missed free throws. That continues to be a concern for me for this team. When you're starting to play the elite teams, when you're on the road, when you're in close games where you have to come back. And then, you know, there's there's a lot of inconsistency going around with this team and, you know, some players here. And then matchups, you know, where you said with the coaching. CP, the, the, the nine-game winning streak was fun, but this is where it's going to happen as we get closer here to the stretch run. Yep. As we, like, the analysis and the intensity from, from the basketball court, on the court, and off the court between the fans, people analyzing the game, everything picks up. And... We're going to find out a lot about this team. We're going to find out a lot about this coach. But tonight, for example, this is a playoff game. We're questioning some substitutions. We're questioning why a certain player wasn't in when he was playing well and you didn't have Brunson. Like, what's the excuse? You're questioning Josh Hart defending De'Aaron Fox when we quickly was guarding him, quickly did a decent job. Uh, and, and listen, before someone comes here and says, well, Josh Hart's a good defender, J.D., this and that, I don't, I'm not copping out, CP, to the easy excuse of who, nobody can guard Fox. I'm not copping out to that. And I think sometimes we do that where we just give in and say, well, nobody can guard him. So who cares who guards him? Like, well, let's just put anybody on him because nobody can guard him. I'm not, not, I'm not accepting that. If we are in a situation where you don't have a player that can match the speed of Fox, then let's go with our best option. Hart is not our best option. Right. You can toss it up between Grimes or quickly. Me personally, I would say quickly because he's a he's quicker. Um, and quickly to me is a smarter defender than Grimes. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at Grimes either. But Hart is just, he's he's bulky, he's strong, and he is good against everything but speed. You gotta match foot speed with foot speeds, bro. Put your best, put your best foot forward. And we made it easy on Fox CP Fox tonight was 104 from three he was chopping at the bit when he saw Hart in front of him yeah, he's like oh yeah. you guys are gonna make it easy on me you're not even guarding me Run with right the distance. We're going, I'm gonna go right at you and so I just think we made it too easy on them instead of challenging them more with some um matchup decisions so yeah. uh it's one game let's see how they do against the Clippers but here they are this is now dangerous we went on a nine game winning streak now we're on a little mini two-game losing streak. We got the Clippers and the Lakers who are playing well, and we have no Brunson now. This team is now it's about to get tested. This head coach is going to get tested. And just like that, you can dip down to the sixth seed, and now we're talking about facing one of the top three teams in the East, which I want to avoid at all costs. Yeah, big time, big time. And when I went on SNY last night, and, and they were asking me what were some of the keys to West Coast trip, I said endurance. Can they last, both physically and mentally? Losing Brunson again, that's a concern. You saw Mitch looking, he was limping a little bit. Hartenstein limping a little bit. Uh, Hart got knocked in the shoulder. Julius looked cooked for basically three quarters, you know, three and a half quarters. Mentally, physically, I mean, he he was the captain of Matador D tonight. So, So what's going on there? Can they last? That's the thing. It's hard to look ahead to the playoffs when you got to get through this 82-game marathon, man. 
This is why the whole load management thing is a big issue in the NBA. Because teams are trying to save their players to get them to the finish line. Whether we agree with it or not. Because it's an 82-game marathon, man. You still have to get through that to even get to the playoffs. The strong survive. And and so we're going to see. This is a big test. Because you got to think Brunson's going to miss at least. He might miss the whole trip. So where do we go now? This is the second game in a row now where in crunch time, things have crumbled without him. Crumbled. Between the shot selection being, being terrible. You don't want Julius initiating too much. You see, you see what happens there. They missed them two games in a row. And CP, even, even the game that we win, you can even add that third game because it all, it, all, it, it all has a relationship, right? We've seen the extreme of both sides. We've seen the last two games without him. Quickly has had two terrible games. Yeah. And then even the game that we won, we saw what needed to happen to win. Quickly had to have a monster game. Right. So on both ends, even in a win and in these two losses, we see the value, the true value of a Jalen Brunson. We also see the true value in Jalen Brunson when he can come in, he can come back off a two-game absence with a bad foot injury and drops 19 points, shoots over 50% like it's nothing. Yeah. And you see how a guy like that can just slide into his role and produce where now quickly is being asked to slide into that Brunson role, and now he's had three games, and he's one for three. So this is why, you know, there's levels to this, and certain players are in certain positions for a reason. And so, as you mentioned, they're going to be tested now, and a guy like Brunson, I don't know if he plays for the rest of this road trip because the injury is specifically his foot, and you saw him limping. Yeah, And specifically for a guy like him, who is bulky, he's short, um, he uses like strong pivots. He puts a lot of pressure on his joints, on his knees, on his ankles because of the way that he plays, the way that he needs to play. He needs every single bit of strength on his on, on both his legs. And if he doesn't have that, he's basically not going to be 100% out there, not going to yeah. be effective. And so because of that, the Knicks might play a safe here and bench him for the rest of the road trip. Think, we'll see. I, I think they have to. He didn't, he didn't look right. Even though he was scoring, um, just watching him start off the game, it ju- it just looked like he was he was still laboring out there, you know. It just looked like he was still laboring a little bit. So, and even him playing tonight, CP, it felt like it was telegraphed, right? Like, okay, let's just miss the next two games, right? Let's miss the Hornets game, you know. We're gonna go on a road trip. We'll put you back on TNT against the Kings. So I don't even know if he was actually ready to play tonight, right? It just felt like telegraph type of strategy where let's just miss the next two games. We'll put you back out against the Kings, a big matchup against Fox. We just lost. So we're going to need you back. Like it just felt like it was just part of a schedule thing more so than he, he may, he might have not been a hundred percent. Obviously he wasn't. True, true story, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. 122 to 117. Knicks lose a tough one. That's just a frustrating one. And when, when you're coming up against, Uh, Again, one of the hottest teams in the league, second in the West, high-octane offense, but they give you opportunities to get back into the game. Their defense isn't good. They don't rebound the ball all that well. Uh, Our guest also confirmed that. We saw that with our own eyes. They will give you an opportunity, and you can just look. There's just so many areas where where the Knicks just cost themselves, whether it's coming out the gate slow, missing wide-open shots, wide-open threes. 
Knicks shoot, what, 25% for three? How much did they shoot from three tonight? The Knicks shot 26% from three, 64.5% from the free throw line. I mean, missed opportunities. They get 23 offensive rebounds and only cash in 15 points. Missed opportunities, man. That that is where the frustration lies because this game could have been had. Uh, correction, seventeen points. They got seventeen points off of those those twenty three offensive rebounds, uh, twenty three fast break points. Like you know, Josh Hart was great tonight, except for those defensive mishaps. He uh, he was great tonight, absolutely great, and, and a big reason for um, you know getting us out in, in transition, one man fast break, getting all those offensive rebounds. But there's just a lack of execution. Uh, just wasn't there. Quickly, bad night for Quick tonight. Couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. I thought they they, they missed a big opportunity also in this game uh, to feed Grimes, who was wide open in for corner three. Uh, quickly opts to take a, a bad elbow three. Uh, and they had the Grimes, who was the hottest player on the team at that moment. That was at the, about the 242 mark left in the fourth quarter. And that score was, they were down by four. And they were down by four. Next play, right after that, Trey Lyles uh, gets the layup and the and one puts the Kings up seven with 227 left. Off night for Quick tonight. And Quick is going to get the opportunity, CP. He's going to get the opportunity. A lot of talk about him being a starter. A lot of talk about him being able to lead a team, lead a franchise. Well, um, you know, we can debate and talk to the cows come home about he should have started when Burks was here. He should have started this and that. So Brunt, like that all is out the window. Like now is your moment. Yeah. Like, let's just keep it a buck. Now is your moment. Now. I mean, you talk about being able to raise your value, raise your game and, and, and being able to prove yourself. This is the moment here because, Mm -hmm. you know, not only are you going to get the opportunity here to start the next few games, uh, maybe just until this road trip, but you're going to do it for critical games for your team in a stretch run, in high-intensity games, in meaningful games. So his performances are going to mean a lot for the team and could decide where they end in terms of the seeding because we don't know what's going to happen with Brunson. We don't know how many games he's going um, to be out. And, you know, we're going to find out what's Quickly's you know, ceiling abilities here in the next couple games because it is what it is. Like, I don't want us to now minimize the expectations on it. Like, this is what we wanted, right? Like, everybody wanted him to start. Well, you're going to start. And, you know, I just hope that he plays well. I don't need Boston Celtics IQ. I just need solid. You know, that's all we need. And if it's not good enough, then it is what it is. You know, I don't need you to come in and be Jalen Brunson. But I definitely can't have you be one of eleven, right? One, you know, quick, one of eleven from the field, one of eight from downtown. RJ, uh, nine and twenty-three, one of eight from downtown, six of ten from the charity stripe. Uh, Julius, two of twelve from downtown, eight of twenty-two from the field. I mean, this is a bad night. This is a bad night for the squad. You just got to see how they respond against the Clippers. Is he going to go go up against, you know, Clippers are still trying to figure it out, but they're a tough matchup for the Knicks. And the guard, the, the wings are going to be tested again. Kawhi Leonard is playing as good as any any MVP candidate right now. You got Brody in the mix, Paul George. They have a deep team. Norman Powell, six-man-of-the-year candidate. They're trying to get their, their, their act together. 
So that won't be a cakewalk. I got to see how that works out, man. You know, the the Grimes thing is, is uh, it's so interesting, man, because you could feel everyone's frustration with him, especially in the first half, especially when he's bricking wide open, wide open threes. And then the second half, you know, and, and also going back to that first half, he just never seems to get in a good groove when he's playing with both Jalen and, and Randall and RJ. I mean, Jay, yeah, Jalen and Julius and RJ. Grimes is always kind of like, he, he's, they either don't find him as much or he's just not hitting or catching in on his opportunities. And then when one of those guys goes down and he gets more usage, he's good. He sparks the 8-0 run in the third. In the fourth, he gets back-to-back threes with four minutes to go, and then he gets and he gets subbed out for whatever reason. I mean, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating because when when, when Grimes is on, it's nice to see, man. It gives his team a different lift, and I, I just it's just a combination of him putting it all together and them going to him more. He was a good spark. You see when when he plays well, you know, when you look at this team, CP, like you look at this game, right? Even with all those, I mean, I, I, I guess if you want to be optimist, like I'm sure Maria is, is looking at this angle that I'm about to say here tonight as a, as an optimistic perspective. All the numbers you put out there, two of 12 from Randall, one of eight from Quickly from three, et cetera, no Brunson. Nick scored 117 points tonight. Right, right. So it's it's the frustrating part is we have yet to see what their ceiling is, what their true potential is, because there's certain angles of this team that have been unlocked or that we haven't experimented enough with. And that's where Grimes comes into this equation where you know, in the first half, he only takes four shots. He's one of four. In the second half, he takes nine shots. He's six of nine. But of those nine shots, you see his full potential mm-hmm. on drives, you know, behind the back layups, playmaking, behind the back passes to Hartenstein. Then he starts to get confident. So now here comes the three-point shot starts to go in. So you see the the, the evolution of his game in the second half. And I just wonder if, there's something there with Grimes that we need to unlock or we need to go to more to be able to make, you know, the team harder to defend offensively. Right. <clears throat> because there's there's skills there that when he gets it going and we encourage that from him, our team becomes a little bit more dynamic. Yep. And I, the frustration comes when he starts the game and all he's doing is sitting in the corner it puts a lot of pressure on him because he has to make the shots. Because yeah. if he doesn't make them, it looks like we don't look for him to play make. We don't look for him to drive. We don't look to put him in pick and rolls. We just look to, for him to shoot. And it seems like it's not until we have to, until nothing else is working, that then go to him. We have Grimes yeah. as like a last option type of thing. Well, Randall is not working. It's not working with Quickly tonight. It's not working with RJ. You know what? Let's see what Grimes has. Mm-hmm. And then Grimes shows you some potential. So it's, it's, I don't know if it's we're not doing enough for him or it's he's just too inconsistent so the right. coach is not going to him. Right, right. Still have to be determined. But, he, but, be determined. but he, he's, he's got to be in the game to get that, those opportunities. And, and here it is. 
midway through the third, late in the third. Hart doesn't get in until three minutes left in the third. So I'm like, okay, once I seen him come in, I said, okay, he's in for the rest of the game. He's locked, locked in. And he was. So then I'm like, all right, who's at that other guard spot now? Is it RJ? Is it Quick? Is it Grimes? How are they going to manage that the rest of the way through? And, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it was just one of those things, man, because Quick did get the lion's share those minutes. He was struggling shooting-wise. RJ had his moments, but, you know, but then gets subbed in for Grimes. I don't know, man. Tibbs is going to have to earn his money there. That, that's a very – it's, it's going to be a very interesting <laughs> dynamic from now and, and into the playoffs. CP, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's going to be because you can already see it. The battle with Tibbs is, go, in terms of within himself, mm-hmm. is he has his guys. Josh Hart, he says quickly, he's his quickly, guy. Quickly, yep. Like he has a crop of players, Randall, to where you just feel like no matter how the game is going, he's going to go to them to close the game. Uh-huh. And that can be good. Because obviously you're still, you're always going to give those same group of players an opportunity to redeem themselves and close games and potentially play well to win games. But that can also be bad because a night like tonight where you get a performance from someone else and nobody else has it going, you revert, you know, you go back to the guys you believe in, but you don't give a certain guy a more of an extended opportunity. And that's going to be something within him that he's going to have to, figure out how he wants to manage that. Because if it works, nobody's going to say nothing. Right. <laughs> if it doesn't work, if we lose game one in the playoffs and we could have, you know, we could steal a game. Let's say we're on the road against Cleveland and this same thing happens. The phones are going to go off. Yeah. yeah, no question. No question about it, man. And speaking of the phones, let's get to the people because it's going to be a rapid fire show. It is late here on the East Coast. Uh, D Block 1755 on the Discord. Go ahead and unmute your mic. D Block. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so can you hear me? Yep. What's your name? Where are you calling it from? Okay. From the Bronx. Bronx. Let me just say this. Let me get this out the way. Y'all saw the game? I'm going to live it right now. Yeah. Quickly had a bad game. Grimes had a so-so game. Let me get to the let me get to the heart of the matter right now. Mm-hmm. For the sake of me, what do Tibbs be allowing Randall to handle the ball? And even let's take it back to the first half. Mm-hmm. For him to miss the shots he missed, and then try to give an attitude and not play defense, and Tibbs just allows this to happen. Mad Matador D tonight, man, it wasn't good. Then that that sequence. Well, we had seven, seven offensive yeah. rebounds, and all we did was jack up threes. Mm-hmm. This coach throughout this whole, this is where Tibbs, uh, he irks my nerves. Where's the in-game adjustments? You're sitting there and you're watching this. you you telling me, we, we as fans, we see what's going on. You got a gazillion coaches on the bench. Not one could tell Randall, yo, dude, your three points is not going. Drive the ball. You let what's-his-name, who you was guarding, destroy you all night long. You didn't play absolutely no D. Tibbs don't never say nothing. And let me get to RJ. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 let's get something straight. Winning covers up a lot of things, but y'all got to stop this cap and what RJ. I'm sick of this. He's been on this team for four years. He got the bag. If you get the bag, you need to produce. I don't yeah. know what or RJ looks lost out there. He looks lost on the offensive side. He looks lost on the defense. He can't guard nobody. And why? I need I need Tibbs to explain to me why was Mitch not in the game. I, I hope I, I hope Mitch was hurt because that's just crazy to me. He left iHeart out there, and you telling me he t- I know he got his crew, but when you see this, you see the deficiency when Brunson's not in the game. Yeah. Just look at this thing. This is a type of game that you want to see your coaching staff with Tibbs supposed. Because you telling me at a crucial time you couldn't even bring in Derrick Rose for a hot three minutes to at least just calm it down to get the offensive order? Because we as fans, you can see there was no cohesive unit at all in this game. And the frustration is real. Like, this is just like tips. Like, it, it, it just irks me. Never no in-game adjustment whatsoever. It is the, it, the frustration is real. Watching. It's almost broke my TV. Because like <laughs> you say, Sacramento's a good team. But they gave us every opportunity where we should have been in this game. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. This is Derek Pewter, but let me go. Yeah, of I course. need to just calm down. And I'm going to listen to the show. Great <laughs> show once again. Hey, man. Rate, rate that call in the yeah. chat, man. That's a five-star call, man. But I had to let him cook, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the chat. <laughs> I, I haven't seen JJ all post game as soon as he mentioned RJ. Yep. JJ five, five. Yep. Yep. That's a five call. That's yep. a five call. That's a five call, man. My guy's tight, but you know, rightfully so. You're looking for those adjustments from Tibbs. Um, the Randall stuff, it, it gets frustrating. But then it's even more frustrating because you you realize 
that he needs help and the help that you have is now hurt. So it, ma- it, 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 it magnifies, it brings back the old Randall. It, it brings back the old Randall. So it, it's just tough, man. It, it's tough, CP, because I, I said on the play-by-play that you hate to see it because it's not supposed to be that way. Right. Like, Randall's not supposed to play the role he has the last two games. That's not supposed, that's not the way it was designed this offseason. That's not the way it's happened throughout the season as Julius Randall, uh, Jalen Brunson uh, is on this team. And so that hasn't been his role. It's frustrating to go through it when Brunson's not in the game because organically, Randall's the next guy up. Yeah. And now you have to step into the number one option role. And when he's in that position, you see the frustrations that we've had with him right. last season. You see where all the other things start to unravel. Mm-hmm. But how do you how do we judge that, CP? Because it's like, I hate to see it. What well, what are we gonna do about it? Right. What are, what are we gonna do about it? If Brent is not in the game, that's they're gonna go to him. Yeah. And that's what you're gonna see. You're gonna see ISO basketball. You're gonna see him at times be confused in terms of where to go to the basketball. You saw a lot of times tonight, he turned the ball over, not knowing where his teammate was gonna be, yeah. throwing into the concession stands, uh, shooting 12 threes tonight. Now the defense like, was the defense was abysmal, bro. The defense was absolutely well, atrocious. He had Trey Lyles looking like <laughs> Tim Duncan out there. <laughs> Yeah. Real talk. Trey Lyles. Yeah, yeah, Trey Lyles making make a comeback. I mean, Trey Lyles is having a good year overall, but I, I'm just saying, man. So it, it, it's, it's tough to even analyze because it's like, it's like, yeah, he was, he was, he was not good. His defense was awful. Yeah. But it's like, man, it's just hard because the last two games, this is not supposed to be his role. Right. And it's like what we see when he is that in that role. Does it surprise you? It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't me. surprise me. That's why it doesn't surprise me, bro. It does not surprise me. So it's just frustrating, as you said. Uh, back to the phones we go. Let's go to the UK, man. Uh, 630 in the UK. Let's say hi to Sam. Sam, what's going on? What's good, CP? What's good, JD? How you feeling tonight? How you feeling, bro? Good morning to you, man. Yeah, it's more of a late evening, if you know what I mean. It's been a bit of a long one with the loss. You know, can't yeah. be too angry about it right now. I haven't got the energy for it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to call in. I mean, mainly for, just to give you all props, man. I mean, you guys have created something much bigger than basketball here. I want to say thank you personally from the UK. I've never grown up somewhere where there's been Knicks fans and people to really have a community and listen to, you know, I can't call in very much. I'm a nine to five. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. We got you. Yeah. So I couldn't call in too much. Um, but as I say, just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's been a part of this. Everybody from you guys. Shout out to you, JD, on the on the play by play calling. You're looking like Mike Breen out there. Um, <laughs> thank you for everything you guys do. And uh, look. I hope to call in on the matinee game on Saturday. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, call back. Call back, Sam. Definitely appreciate the love, man. Stay up. Yeah, I, I, I discovered things about myself in this play-by-play. I didn't know it was in me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm usually cool, calm, collected, but, man, I don't know. And it's self-discovery, we, man. We've done these play-by-plays in the middle of, like, all these emotional games. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. The, the Celtics, the Heat game, and it's just like, yeah. 
uh, you know, doing it live is like, man, I didn't know. I, tonight, I almost snapped my mic in half. Facts, bro. Big facts. So, but shout out to the caller, man. That, yeah. That's a big deal, CP, because, you know, as he mentioned, there's people that watch Knicks Fan TV that are not, you know, in the U.S., mm-hmm. that are not exposed to, like, a Nick environment. And so, you know, this platform being able to be that way where they can come here and just, you know, talk Knicks is 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 huge, man. So shout Big out to facts. everyone that supports the channel. Big facts. Um, let's get back to the phones, people. Rapid fire, because uh, we, we're trying to go rapid fire with this show, man. Lefty on the Discord. Lefty, go ahead. Lefty, lefty going once. I left, left, lefty can't seem to get right with the mic issue. Cedric Sierra, go ahead and unmute your mic. Cedric Sierra. Hey, can y'all hear me? Loud and clear, man. Where are you calling in from? Um, I'm calling in from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, nice. All right. What's going on? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a tough loss, man. Obviously, the three ball wasn't working. Mm-hmm. 53s tonight. I don't know how many we made, 13 or so. Yeah. Got to take a different shot. Quickly, especially. One, one for eight from the three ball. I didn't yeah. see him putting up his normal floaters, driving to the basket. None of it. Mm-hmm. Like JD said, he's got to fill in the role for Brunson right now, especially down this road trip with him being out for who knows how long. He doesn't have to be Brunson, but he's got to step up, man. And uh, just off game, obviously, but I, I just want to see him be him, nor- be him, be his normal self. You know? Yeah. I just, I just didn't see it, and it hurt. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. But. Uh, I want to bring a little positivity. Josh Hart, man. I love that guy. Yeah, Thank God. He was great. We got him 15 boards. He was, he was, he was great, man. That the, 15 boards, yeah. man. I couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm just so thankful for Josh Hart. And I hope that whenever Brunson comes back, him and Hart can do their thing. And I'm, I, you know, it's a tough loss, but I'm, yeah. I'm just waiting for the playoffs, man. No doubt. Appreciate the call, man. Hasib is King. Go ahead and I'll meet your mic. Hasib is King on the discord. Yeah, what up, CP? How you feeling? Yep. I'm um, doing good, man. You know, tough loss, but it is what it is. Honestly, the big difference making this game was IQ. Uh, you can't be our main sixth man and be one for 11 on the field. I honestly thought if he hit just, you know, honestly, two of the shots, yeah. he probably would have been in the game and maybe won it. So that's like a big difference. You know, it helped us in the Boston game, but this game is part of the reason why we lost because in our bench, we had him and Obi and we can't have both of those players throwing up dud games yeah. and yep. expect us to win. So that's like a big piece. And one thing I want to say is I'm tired of the Debbie Downers for us saying that, oh, it's over, rather blow the fifth seed, this and that. Honestly, at this point of the season, I'm more worried about having a healthy team in the playoffs than seeding. I would like to keep yeah. that fifth seed, but I'm not too worried about it because I personally don't see Brooklyn or Miami really catching us up on that. Uh, I think we had a better team than both of them. Mm-hmm. So just give me your thoughts on that. But uh, have a good night, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it, it, this is not about making any conclusions about where where they're going to end up in the playoffs and whatnot. It's just a frustrating loss. But it it's, goes to show you that this is going to be a tough battle. 14 games left. They Will they have the mental fortitude and, and stay sharp physically stay on point physically to get through it it's not going to be easy it's not going to be easy now let nets lost tonight to the bucks uh cleveland and miami did not play tonight so we'll see what happens tomorrow 
But it's not, it's not going to be a cakewalk, man. They're going to have to earn this. And, and you know, his IQ comment, yeah, IQ's got to play better. He's he's a key component to our bench scoring and and uh, couldn't hit the broad side of a barn tonight. So you hope he bounces back against the Clippers. Um, Rack City, Rack City, go ahead and unmute your mic on the Discord. You guys hear me? Yep. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, my name is Chris. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. How's it going, guys? Good, man. How you um, I just want to say... The team itself, I always said, we have no key superstars, man. Everybody just seems to be having equal footing on the effort that we have. And as long as we all have everybody playing well, we can win games. One person can fall off. And just lately, everyone's been falling off. Uh, the bright side is we played, like, terrible this game. And we still only lost by, what, five, six points, something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So as long as everyone stays cohesive, man, and we don't get too ahead of ourselves. Um, Brunson shows he's key. When Brunson's in the game, he's mm-hmm. consistent. Mm-hmm. When Brunson's in the game, everyone plays their best game. Julius Randle could be his best self. Everyone could be their best self. And um, no need to look at the game, like uh, the season, rather, like it's it's over. You know, we yeah. still in this playoffs are in there. And uh, last but not least, JD, that right hook was insane, man. I don't know. Like, I'm surprised that mic is still going on good, man. <laughs> Take care, guys. Salute, man. Salute. <laughs> uh, somebody in the chat said they almost pulled an Amari in the play. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Lacerated my damn head. Oh, man. Hey, be like that sometimes, man. Shout out to the Rhyme Animal Chuck D, man. 10 out Super Chats. It's a Sacramento revenge game. We are 48-win squad, but every second of decisive moments of decisive moments counts, especially without JB. On the play-by-play side, JD had had one put IQ on Fox, which was 6.7 on the Richter scale. <laughs> yeah, absolute facts, man. But great job on the play-by-play. Despite a tough loss. Um, all right, let's go continuing rapid fire. Let's go uh, by the numbers, man. By the numbers presented by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, one of the key stats of the night that ring off the charts is once again the Knicks being woeful at the free throw line, 64.5%. You just can't get it done like that. When you're on the road, you're playing a great team. You, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. You got to make your free throws. And Knicks shot 20 of 31 from the charity stripe. It's free. There's nobody playing it. You got to make that. Uh, Knicks shoot 26% from downtown. 13 of 50. 50 threes. I'm not sure if this is a combination of uh, the game plan or these guys just not having legs, not wanting to to attack the paint. But 50 threes, good Lord, man. When it's not falling, you got to make adjustments. And it just wasn't there. 23 offensive rebounds. As we said, this was outstanding. Josh, Josh Hart accounting for eight of those. He was great tonight. But uh, Nick's only able to cash in on 17 points off of that. So that was part of the brick fest, the New York Bricks out in full force. 14 turnovers for the Knicks that led to 21 Sacramento Kings points, including uh, five turnovers or six key turnovers in that fourth quarter. Again, you just can't win that way. And uh, despite all those blunders, they, they were still right there to be able to win the game. Uh, 56 points in the paint, but they gave up 60 in the paint. Uh, Mitch just wasn't a factor tonight. Sabonis was eating his food. Fox was able to get in there. Uh, Just ugly, just ugly from the paint. Knicks, number one in the league in opponents' points in the paint, and uh, they just got sliced up in there, man. What what were your thoughts on the uh, key stats of the night? Well, I think that's where the game was lost um, because, you know, them shooting only 31% from three. Sacramento Kings are second um, in the league at home in terms of three-point percentage. 
at 39 and a half percent. And for the Knicks to hold them uh, to eight, nine points less than their home margin was a positive. But then the problem is, you know, the Sacramento Kings are 13th in the league in points in the paint. And we made them look like the number one team in the league tonight. And so they were able to get easy baskets. You saw it with De'Aaron Fox. Uh, you saw it with, you know, dribble ball penetration, um, Sabonis in the paint. And I think, you know, Mitch Robinson was an underrated big culprit of tonight's loss is there was no rim protection. There was no physical play in the paint, uh, him getting in foul trouble, only being able to play 20-something minutes. So for me, you know, giving up 60 points in the paint uh, was a big uh, deciding factor in tonight's game. Big time. And uh, the key stats of the night brought to you guys by Prize Picks. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy uh, for you first-time players or the viewers that have never played. Go to prizepicks.com. Use our code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. And how you play Prize Picks is very easy. You're going to pick between two to six players. And you're going to uh, predict whether or not those players are going to do more or less in a given stat projection that uh, Prize Picks has outlined for that night. And there are a number of sports that you can play, choose from. Uh, you have NBA, you have NHL, you have World Baseball Classic going on right now. So you can mix and match when you choose between two and six. Uh, here's how it went tonight. Uh, I was a loser like the Knicks tonight, man. I went with Mitchell Robinson with more than nine and a half rebounds. Uh, didn't play for, for much of the second half. Mitch only finished with six. So I missed that one. Uh, I did go with Julius tonight with more than 39 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I expected a bounce-back game for Julius after the Charlotte uh, letdown game. Uh, only finished with 38. I came close, needed two more, two more, either points or rebounds or assists. Uh, but I just missed that one. I did hit on this one. Quentin Grimes with more than one and a half three-pointers made. He made four tonight. I went with Herder tonight when, you know, Sacramento Kings being one of the top three-point shooting teams in the league. I did go with Herder tonight with more than two and a half three-pointers made. He took a ton, but he only made two. So I missed on that one. And then I also had a swipe of the Fox, the Aaron Fox, with more than 36 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I did think that number was low uh, where Fox was concerned. And and if Brunson was going to be guarding him, I thought he was going to be able to have his way a little bit there. Uh, but he finished with 33, so I fell a little, little bit short. So only one for four tonight on my prize picks ticket. How'd you do tonight? Whoa. Four. Almost. Oh, almost had the six piece. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Almost had the six piece. There you go. I got you on full screen. Almost. Almost, almost, almost. had the six piece. Go ahead and break it down real quick. All right. So, um, and I tweeted, I tweeted at you with, under your prize picks tweet. I told you, I said, <laughs> Over Sabonis on the rebound. Uh, yeah, That's a lot I wanted me. to go with that too, man. I, I really did want to put Sabonis well on the sheet. He rebounds well against the Knicks. Yeah, he rebounds well against the Knicks. National TV game. I just I thought he was going to have even more rebounds than he did tonight. Yeah. Uh, his his line was eleven and a half rebounds. I took the over. He he had thirteen. Hit on that. Mm. Mitchell Robinson. I took him on points. Seven and a half points. I thought that was too. You know, with with a defense like the Kings, I thought that was too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, he scored nine points and could have had more if he played more. Mm-hmm. So I hit on that. The line was seven and a half, so he scored nine points. Josh Hart, point five three pointers. Again, the Sacramento team defense. I just thought he was going to get enough looks to make one, mm-hmm. and he made one. So I hit on that. That's three for three. Keegan Murray, I took less than two and a half threes. Uh, over the last five games, he's hit the under. So I took the streak and he made two threes. Mm. So I hit on that. 
Julius Randle, I took less than three and a half threes. Uh, he certainly took the attempts to hit on it by with taking 12 attempts, but he only hit two. So I hit on that. And the one that I missed to win another 500 was De'Aaron Fox. I took him over 26 and a half points, mm. and he had 23 points tonight. So I go five for six. Damn. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, play to win, but play responsibly, man. Go to prizefix.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Okay, uh, back to the phones we go. We're going to wrap up here. Shirley Kwan down from BK. Go ahead, rapid fire. What's good, CP? Y'all can hear me? Loud and clear. Let's go. Hey, look, man. Rapid fire, man. I'm about to get, hey, you know me. I'm, I'm back up in here, but I'm here. I'm mad today, man. I'm the mad rapper today, bro. Call me the new mad rapper. <laughs> That's me today. I I keep trying to trust Randall and Tibbs, man, and, and they let me down, bro. This is why I don't trust either one of them dudes, man. Tibbs is trash. Man, Randall got something on Tibbs. Randall got some, some pictures or something on Tibbs because Tibbs never get himself in this dude when he's on the court been dumb. You know, I mean, he thinks he's a point guard. I swear to God, Randall thinks he wants, he wants to be LeBron James, but he's not, man. He's been playing excellent lately. But I knew the dude would let me down at some point, man. That's why I didn't want to go in there. Tim's another thing. He sits on the sideline. He, when he sees that Randall's hurting the team, he won't take him out, man. He won't take the dude out. The dude hey. from, from overseas that called earlier said he ain't had the, the energy. I, I got the energy, Mike. I got the energy tonight, man, to talk about this team, man. <laughs> I got it. You know? Was, was, was that your this British team, accent? Man, look, bro. bro. It's the way we lose kills me, man, and I'm out. All right, man. Appreciate it. Two o'clock in the morning, Quad Dive breaks out his, his British accent. I, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this team, you learn things. It brings different sides of you. Hey, it brings different sides of you, man. Look, Tim's just gonna go with his all-star, man. Make a miss, good or bad. The the days of Go to Obi when Randall. No, that's not. That's never gonna happen. That's that ship has sailed. He's gonna go with. You're gonna live and die with it. And hey, all you guys had apologized. <laughs> Listen, now I'm not. Hey, nothing. Nothing wrong with the apology. You go ahead and do so if you want to. I'll wait for money time. Apologize to Tibbs. Apologize yeah. to it. I'll wait for money time. <laughs> I hold my apologies until buddy. Time. It was all around. It was apologies. It was this. And and I mean, yeah. I guess I guess you feel safe in your little conductor room. Yeah, yeah. CP was your apology. No, 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 no. I'm I'm good. You you guys can do the apology game. <laughs> I'll wait for the real time with for the real games. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Shabik from North Carolina. Let's go. Rapid fire. Let's go. Ah uh, man. Good evening, guys. How yeah. you doing, CP JD? Good, man. Oh, man. Um, of course, I, I'm like you, J.D., I fell short on the prize picks. Julius Randle killed me again tonight. Mm. But we're going to be optimistic. Um, I said we was going to go 3-1 one the other night when I called in. I still believe that we, you know, we're going to um, finish the, the road trip 3-1. Um, only person that really showed up tonight to play was Josh Hart, man. Yep. I wish everybody came with his energy, effort, and hustle tonight. Big facts. But, you know. Jalen Hurts, I mean, yeah, Jalen Brunson, he's still hurt, you yeah. know, quickly got to be better. But we're going to be all right, man. Okay. Um, uh, who lost tonight? Uh, Brooklyn lost tonight. My, um, Miami didn't play. Um, we're going to be securing that five spot. We're still trying to make that four C, but 
we might not make, but it's still all good, people. So we're going to be all right. It, okay. It's frustrating. I know I get it. I'd be ready to uh, make my, 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 my wall model TV a, a floor model, but we're going to be all right. <laughs> we're going to be all right, man. Rapid fire. Peace, blessings, and positive vibes, y'all. Peace, blessings, and positive vibes. Shami, appreciate you, man. <laughs> appreciate it. All right. Uh, final few. Let's go to uh, Kane Marco. Kane, go ahead and uh, mute your mic. Yo, yo, what up, man? How you doing, bro? How you feeling, Kane Marco? Me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear. You ready? Okay, okay. All right, man, I'm not really as mad as everybody else tonight, man. We couldn't yeah. hit the broad side of a barn, and we only lost by five. Okay. The way we were shooting tonight, we had no business even being in this game, and we yeah. fought back. We played hard down the stretch. Tibbs made some boneheaded decisions. Taking Grimes out of that game didn't make any sense to me in the fourth quarter. None. But, you know, Julius doing Julius things, turning the ball over in the worst time possible. Mm -hmm. That's just Julius, man. Yes. We know that's what's going to happen if Jalen's not in the game. I mean, the Knicks played well down the stretch. They played. They showed some heart. They fought. I mean... And if we had just had a regular shooting night, we'd blow this team out tonight. Yeah. If we had a regular Knicks night that we've had all season, we'd beat these guys by 15. So I'm not really stressing, man. We're not going to shoot this terribly every night. At least I hope not. Okay. That's some perspective. I, yeah, I agree with you. Obviously, this is a nightmare game for them. Um, yeah. And they, they were in it. They were in it. They did come back into it. And a lot went wrong. So I, I feel that. You know, people in the chat might now want the moral victories. It's more of a frustrating loss. I wouldn't say I'm tight. It's just frustrating because you, we were there and there were so many missed opportunities and Brunson being hurt. You know, it's tough. You know why it's frustrating, CP? Because I just feel like, oh, man, it's crazy how, like, one player can change everything for <laughs> in the NBA. Yep. You know, like Doncic, yep. you, you take Doncic out that Maverick scene. They 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 they're in the Victor Wembanyama states. Yep. Like you take certain players out of certain teams, and it's over. And it's just crazy because if I feel like if Brunson's playing tonight, we win. Mm -hmm. If Brunson's playing against the Hornets, we win. And here we are talking about an eleven game winning streak. I'm here on post game cooking burgers. Maybe you jump out the window <laughs> finally. <laughs> and it's like. Just that one dynamic, man, can just change everything. Yeah. And here we are trying to cling to the fifth seed because I think in the end, if we have frustrating losses and more to come here, I feel like as long as if we can just hang on to the fifth seed, at the very least, in terms of grand scheme of things, or just get to the playoffs and just give me a shot against the Cavs. I don't want the 67th or ninth or 80. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't want any of that. Yeah. If we could just hang on to the fifth, we'll talk in the playoffs, and I think everything can change then. Big facts, man. Uh Cynthia, go ahead and close us out. Cynthia on the Discord. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yep. How you doing? Hey, good, good guys. Listen, um, <laughs> I was laughing when you guys, when the other caller was saying about the apologies. Yeah. Just set the record straight. I never apologized for Tibbs. I just said he was growing a little bit, which was poor <laughs> choice of words. <laughs> what I really wanted to say was that, you know, I'm giving him his respect for what he did. But <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm like with you, uh -oh. JD, NCP, the playoffs, come playoffs, that'll be the real, the real thing. Test. Listen, I don't see us getting out of the first round if Tibbs doesn't hold 
Julie is accountable. Now, now we're talking big money time. Mm-hmm. What I'm afraid, JD, you just mentioned about, you know, one player and, and JB, I mean, JD, it's talking about JB. Okay, he's great. But you saw in the beginning of the season when he first came on, unfortunately, because his height, oh, during the playoffs, all these guys, sit the, sit, um, send the big guys to him, going to trap him. He's going to get frustrated or not frustrated, but he's going to come to a point that he's not going to be able to do everything he's going to do. So we need the second, third, you know, next, next man up. Mm-hmm. But my point, like somebody else was saying, Julius, you can tell from when the start of the game, he just he wasn't playing defense. He was he looked like he didn't care and he didn't want to be there. It's time to sit his butt down, you know, and and send somebody else because if Tibbs doesn't make those kind of adjustments, we're not we're not moving out of the first round. That that's what yeah. I'm just saying. So I'm not totally apologizing for Tibbs. And like I said, we're all gonna wait and wait when the playoffs come but if he doesn't start using more people like jd is always saying two three minutes we're not saying give 20 minutes to you know go go i dare say obi or sims but you know it's like play some other people give your guys a rest we've been saying that all around and if he doesn't do it we're not getting out of the first round so good good night guys good night thanks for the call (laughs) yeah that's all i have all right Appreciate the call, Cynthia, on the check-in. I mean, look, you you, you got to ride with it. Do or die, man. This is your all-star, right? We, we can't give him his flowers when he has 46 and 10 and 7 and then come back and say, well, we need more Obi. Like I said, that ship has sailed. You're going with this is the guy who's gotten you here. You're going to go to him, ride or die, and live with the result. This is just and, it. And I- and I also think CP real quickly. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, I it seems to me like this whole he's talked a lot about the whole 82 games and playing every day. This may be like a personal goal of his where he wants to play. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. players have personal goals and then a the franchise supports that if they can. And I don't know about that. I mean, it, it, it's I get it, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's tough. It's tough because. Um, yeah, take him down a few minutes. Maybe he should have sat the Hornets game. But it's like, if he's not hurt, he's going to play. Yeah, they're going to play. They're going to play. You just need, you need to play better. You need you need Brunson to save him from himself or have a better game from quickly where he can kind of uh, navigate the offense. But with quickly, with Brunson out, quickly not doing much, how do you blame Julius? You know what I mean? He's going to force the issue. When he forces the issue, bad things happen. Bro, if your if your if your starting guard is shooting one of eleven, <laughs> you know, what you, you just do? try to be fair, man. It's true, but yeah. man, yeah. that's put a lot of pressure on him. When you know <clears throat> your supporting cast is not doing anything, and RJ's over here shooting nine of whatever he did tonight, right? Like it, it just makes it more difficult. Absolutely, man. Let's get to Super Chats and wrap up. Great show, though. Great job on the play-by-play, J.D. Late night here at 2 a.m. on this Friday, man. Paris, San Diego, $10 Super Chats. Says, oh, looky, looky. Another Tasmanian turnover special served up by Chef Randall in crunch time. <laughs> How rich would I be if prize picks had Randall to turn the ball over in crunch time plus 100 every game? Play Rose. Uh, Kevin Mins, $5 Super Chats. Says, play if... I guess he said playing tournament or playoffs. This road trip will determine our fate. 
Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Tom Herrera, fight out super testers, would like to see Grimes get more looks overall. He's a versatile scorer and creates for teammates. Tough to win when RJ, IQ, Ju go four for 28 from three. Pierce Crossley, five pound super chats, his tough loss. Hard seeing Brunson out and Randall handling the ball in crunch time. Listening on the way to work, keep up the great work. CP and JD. Yeah, Pierce is uh, Pierce is out in the UK. Shout out to Pierce. Fight out super chat. Hold this else. Is y'all with y'all think we more of 3D wing to unlock Grimes? Y'all think we more of 3D wing to unlock Grimes? I wish quickly attack more. That's what made him good. He returned to old habits, just settling for three. Fight out super chat from Paris San Diego says sorry, but Quick's not a point guard. That's not his forte. And do saying it. Rose and Quick were effective on the second unit before, and Rose calms the team down. S.25 Fight out super chat says Grimes is our best playmaking decision maker outside of Brunson, but we only get to see flashes of it. Shout out to Hard Headed Child. Shout out to Hard Headed Child again. He says if we hit our free throws, we win the game. Shout out to NY Guna. Shout out to Hard Headed Child again. He says free throws losses his game. This is my third super chat. Feeling like you don't like me, CP. Now we try to run the show, man. You know, we got a lot of super chats. Can't turn it into a super chat. So, so unfortunately, we try to put the super, most of the super chats at the end of the show so that, you know, we can have a good flow. But anyway, great show. Great job, JD. Remember that the show's available in audio podcast format. No reason to miss it. Catch it in audio format. Um, go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. See you guys Saturday. Knicks versus Clippers post game live. We out of here. CPJD, we out of here. Peace. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.